What's up, everybody? Glad to be here. This is the best thing I've done all week. Thanks for having us. Glad to be here. Are you ready for the best podcast ever? After four years of investment and many days of begging, here I am on the podcast. Big fan. All right, we're, we're here with Cedarville President Dr. White. Big hustle. That's what the infield singles are about. Hey, I like it. Right. Thank, <laughs> you. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to week 24 of the Infield Singles Podcast. Uh, we are back from spring break. Got back from uh, the nation's capital last week. Had a good time with the boys. Uh, shout out to the Carlsons for having us, hosting us, feeding us. Um, it was a good time had by all. Uh, it's actually just me and Michael tonight, tag team in this. Everybody else is out somewhere. Josh is on his deathbed in the room next door. Yeah, rip. Rip Josh. Um... I got, Michael, how are we doing tonight? <laughs> I'm doing well, Tad. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. Uh, so some big, big things coming up into this week's episode. We have two more Cedarville baseball players, uh, Hunter Cranick and Brennan Tungate. Hunter is a region rat, um, like Drew Minnick, also a baseball player. Uh, it was another fun episode, uh, a lot of laughs. A lot of laughs that we had to cut out yeah uh, some that we will be able to keep in but yeah so that was a good time um i got a free chair this week from the dumpster so that's been cool uh it's like an office swirly chair it was sitting next to the dumpster it wasn't in the dumpster so no fleas or anything but you got a lot of good use out of that chair the past few days with uh a certain project i have that we've been working on it's a good segue to our our big big news not news um yeah so on monday i was feeling real productive i don't know why but we were sitting at breakfast michael and i and i i had this idea where i was just going to keep all of the st louis Cardinals stats for the season in an excel sheet and i was like i'll enter it all in i'll have different columns referencing other columns it'll calculate all the stats for me based on like every in-game stat and michael was like have you not heard of baseballreference.com <laughs> And I was like, have you heard of shutyourface.com? And Killer so, comeback. Yeah. So I continued to, to make this spreadsheet. Little did I know how far it would go. But so I, I made, like, um, different sheets for batting, pitching. I made a roster sheet. I think I had, like, the roster sheet done and maybe part of the home sheet done. And Michael came in and looked at it. And, and Michael, who was ripping me for it, decided <laughs> he wanted to make one for the Indians. So this week we've been neck deep in Excel every night. Um, we're, we're preparing for our future careers by expanding upon our Excel skills. That is right. And I will say I'm learning a lot about Excel. I, there's a lot of different functions I'm using that I would not have otherwise had interactions with. Um, I'm making arrays and multiplying arrays. I don't know what that even means, but it's, it's going well. Um, we each made like a, a model of the scoreboard, and then we have like the standings on the scoreboard on one sheet. I learned last night you can link cells to other pages. So, like, you click schedule, it'll take you right to the schedule. It's kind of idiot-proof. Um, we were trying to figure out how to, like, pull data from online, which you can do, but it's kind of complicated, and I don't know, maybe eventually we'll get that down. But Well, my professor today in class was talking about how when he worked for Reynolds & Reynolds, he made a spreadsheet for his boss that allowed him to, like, it had sliders on it. And so, like, you could slide. It was for, like... Uh, certain like interest rates they could get on loans and how it would affect like future like 
financial numbers, but it was like a slider. So imagine if you Ooh. can slide a slider on a cell to certain dates and it'll pull up like oh, uh, that's actually genius. Yeah. scores. And then, or yeah, then you could like slide it and you could see like who the top three hitters were at this part of the season, who they were. Yeah, I just found last night though, like the linking things, like I can link, like if I have like top three in RBIs on the front page, I can click RBIs and it'll highlight the whole RBI column in the next sheet where I have all my stats listed. Oh. So then it'll if I could get it to sort by that. That's the other thing. We're trying to, like, automatically sort it when you... We're coding on up. Visual yeah. Basic, whatever. We're basically, like, computer science majors now. Um, so, yeah, long story short, it's been a wild ride. Um, I can easily see myself putting in, like, 100 hours into this thing and not being satisfied. Uh, I think Similar to your studies in like school, right? Work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I'm not. I've not been slacking off in those areas. I nope. was at the library for several hours tonight working on online bio, and I was at the library for several minutes yeah. working on international business. Yeah, uh, can confirm, uh, or as the baseball team would say, facts. No cap. Um. So so that's yeah. I think opening day or the first game is like March 28th, something like or that. Something like that. So. Got a couple more weeks to figure all out. I will say I'm becoming much more acquainted with the roster. Um, it'll be good once the final opening day roster is set. That way I can, you know, set my my pages and everything. But you know, I'm you know, I can tell you right now how much so and so weighs, what what bat, what side of the plate they bat from. You know, so it's Trevor Bowers, 205 pounds. I can tell you that. Yeah, born on leap day. Yep. Um, let's see what else is new. So, I don't know. You want to dive into spring break? Yeah, so spring break. You said shout out to the Carlsons. We went and stayed at Sean Carlson's house in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Uh, it's where Sean lives, obviously. Um, so we went. That's an hour south of D.C. So we spent a lot of time in uh, the district. We went and saw the Capitol. I uh, got a tour of the Capitol from uh, Small World, my favorite high school basketball coach's oldest son. So he gave us a tour. Turns out he doesn't even like do tours anymore. So the fact he was doing ours means he went out of his way to do it himself, which is pretty nice. So we got to meet uh, Representative Trey Hollingsworth from pleasure. Uh, whatever district I'm in in Indiana. He was the U.S. representative from that district. Um, it was neat talking to him for a few minutes. He was very polished, knew what he was doing. Uh, we got to wave to some protesters out in the lawn in front of the Capitol. Kind of felt cool for a few seconds. Also got to see all the Smithsonian's. Did all we? I think we crammed all the Smithsonian's into two days, which was pretty exciting. Um, for the first day and a half, and then yeah, you kind of crashed and burned at the Air and Space Museum. Um, not like a lot of the ships in the Air and Space Museum. Uh, then we went. Uh, well, not then, but we also went to the White House, the East Wing. Um, turns out the security guards in these places are kind of jerks. I like they had one of one of the hallways covered, and I was just like, "Ass!" I mean, you don't know, so you ask a question. But shame on you for not knowing that beyond the walls that were covering the hall is another hallway. And you say, "Hey, what's what's behind those like little sliders that are kind of hiding stuff?" And he's like, "Another hallway." Stupid me for asking. Um, and then he proceeded to inform me that, and beyond that is the West Wing because we're currently in the East Wing. Like, okay, well, I guess you got to do what you got to do. Uh, see, then we went to, uh, we also went to the Bureau of Printing and Engraving at 8.15 a.m. Well, we, we were supposed, supposed to. to and then we ended up leaving late. So that was the first day. So we learned from our mistakes and learned that we need to give ourselves about 45 minutes of cushion 
in our leave times from Sean's house. Uh, Spencer forgot his wallet the first day. Day one. <laughs> drive, we drive an hour north of Sean's house, get out of the car, start walking towards the metro, only to find out that Spencer has forgotten his wallet. I don't know how that happens, but if he was here to defend himself, I'm sure he wouldn't give a good excuse. But he forgot his wallet. Thankfully, we didn't need it for anything. He didn't really need it because some people stepped up and paid for his meals. Then he paid us back. Uh, what else did we do? Uh, Wizards game. That was. Oh yeah, we went to the Wizards game. Almost, we almost finessed the Washington Wizards organization. We paid six dollars for section four hundred twenty-five. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, like six rows from the top. Yeah, so like we pay six bucks. That's that's like college seats because that's about all we can afford. And we're, we're content with that. And Spencer, who is way too comfortable with this kind of stuff, as soon as we get in, we just book it for the lower level, make it into the lower level to watch shoot around right as the ushers are taking their positions to like block people like us off from getting down there. Yeah, the guy, like we were literally past the guy and he goes, what's going on? Yeah, we just Spencer just knows to... that we just keep going. Yeah. That man is an animal and we we head down there spencer's wearing like a jean jacket and jeans like looking kind of like he could be somebody big so like he fits in down there i think tad's wearing a wizard's jersey so he fits in as a fan i'm wearing like an ohio state sweatshirt and sean's wearing an alabama sweatshirt like obviously not fitting in with the crowd of celebrities that were down there and we're just like chilling tad and i are freaking out because it's like we don't belong here we don't belong here we don't do this stuff. i think i said i hate this about 10 times yeah and i was like I, we, we got to go up to our seats we just gotta go up yeah to like it. that's the way the way i was brought up you you get your nosebleed seats you go straight up there you read your program while they're warming up and then you watch the game yeah and you enjoy watching your ant size dirk Nowitzki and luka Doncic like taking yep. their warm-up shots it's like this is this is good because this is what we can afford we're where we should be but no we're 20 feet away from Mark Cuban. We're like on the same level as Dirk Nowitzki. And it's like, holy smokes. So then we're like, Spencer's saying that we just need to pick some seats and sit in them. We're like, well, that's obviously not going to work. And at that point, we were in like row three. Yeah. It's like, you know, I mean, sure, the Wizards suck. It is the Wizards. They're not good. Nobody goes to games, but I mean, surely somebody's paying to sit here. So, but then Tad had the genius idea to pull up like Ticketmaster and see like, well, what seats haven't been bought yet? Which is, that, that was. I'm not going to lie. That was brilliant. And so he found four seats sitting in like row P, seat one through four. And I'll never remember those or forget those. Well, I remember it because then I photoshopped my ticket so that if somebody asked, I could like show them that I had a ticket that said row or six. But we did not use those. We did not. No, we did not commit fraud in that that sense. That would have been bad. So we're just like sitting there and I had my coat on. At one point, Tad just like, take your coat off. I'm like, oh, shoot. Yeah, good call. Good call. And so like... We were watching the game. We watched the whole like quarter and a half. Yeah, and there was I think once I once we figured that out, there was like forty six minutes left or something like that. And I realized I could add the tickets to my cart, and then it would stay in my cart for five minutes at a time. So every five minutes, I would have to go back in, add them to my cart. I would freak out for a little bit because they wouldn't be available for like a minute after that. And then I put them back in my cart, and we'd be good to go. And so that way, nobody was getting the tickets. And that way we knew they were they were free. Right. And the folks at home might be wondering, well, if your seats get bought, why not you just why don't you just like go pick another four seats? The kicker is these were the only four seats in the lower level that were unpurchased. On our side, yeah. Yeah. So these were literally the only chance we had at sitting in the lower level. And so we're sitting there for a whole quarter and a half, like chumming it up with the people around us. Tad was like meeting 
a family next to him. Yeah, there was a mother next to me who was getting a little too comfortable sitting next to me. But you know, it's the lower level. What happens? The yeah, lower yeah. level stays in the that, lower that's level. That's just how that's just how us high class society folks. Yeah, there's like a, a wealthy German family sat a couple rows in front of us because um, it was German Heritage Night. Naturally, um, shout out to all the German people. Annie Caster on a couple episodes ago. Yeah, um, and then like some like four like guys that were like us in 20 years or 10 years like sat in front of us and it was just like this is the best experience ever like shout out to spencer it was just really neat you know it was a treat it was an absolute treat and then uh this like two hipster looking guys come down with like tickets for supposedly had tickets for our spot and they said oh uh these are our seats and spencer said something to them once and they like left and like went looking for seats elsewhere and i was like well, what was that about and spencer's like ah don't worry about it and then they come back like like two minutes later, like oh yeah, those are our seats. And Spencer just like looks at them, looks at us, <laughs> looks at them, looks at us, and goes, "We out." <laughs> and so we grabbed our coats, didn't say a word to them. We <laughs> rushed by the and usher, ran up past the usher. Everyone's like looking at us, like, "Oh, look at these morons." Yep. And we walked up to our section four hundred seats. Like old college drunk guys are like screaming from the back wall and. I had to scoot past a nice Jewish family, and I was cramming, like, in between, like, a Spanish couple. And, like, it was just back where we belong, yep. but you had, we had a taste of the high life. And, 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 like, I think, I don't know if you said it, Michael, or somebody did, but we kind of felt a little snobbish once oh, we yeah. got up there. 100%. It's like, oh, man, we were so far down there, and now we're up with the commoners. I'm, like, like looking at these people like, I don't belong with you. Yeah, I, I felt terrible. Three I felt rows terrible. back screaming at Luca and, you know. Just uh, yelling at everybody. This is definitely a highlight. Spencer, he he was definitely the life of the entire trip. Yes. Uh, we went to, we also went to a casino. I don't know if we can talk about that. Yeah, we, we went to a casino. It's entertainment. Uh, yeah, uh, we 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 set a limit. All right, you, know, you we could go to a movie and watch a movie and get popcorn and stuff for twenty bucks, or we go to a casino and get an hour and a half of entertainment at a casino for twenty bucks. What's the difference? You're entertained for twenty bucks. We were disciplined, so not gambling. If it's not more money than you can afford to lose, I think I covered that all, Dad. Um, so we set our limit. We went in. Uh, first thing we did, Spencer's eyes light up as soon as he walks in, and it's like a kid in a candy shop. And we had to, we just like walk around, like well, let's just like see what all there is. Let's browse the offerings. Also, none of us know what we're doing except for Michael. And I only know because I went to a casino once with my mom and played the slots. And Wonder Woman slots. Wonder Woman slots. And uh, so, like, we walk, and we're, like, looking. Spencer keeps saying, I want to play, like, a table game. I want to play blackjack. And then we're, like, and then okay, he'll... let's go play blackjack. He's like, well, well, I guess I should learn how to play blackjack before yeah, I play What are the rules blackjack. again? Yeah, so there's me and Tad leading the group of four through the casino while Sean is explaining the rules of blackjack really loudly <laughs> to Spencer. <laughs> like, so if you're at, like, ten, you want to hit because then you're likely to get another ten, and that'll set you up real – just, like, so obviously giving away that – we're rookies and then we sit down at a, a slot machine and i like show spencer and everyone that like you put 20 bucks in you play your game and then you can hit cash out and it'll print out like a voucher and that is what you can put in the machine so we go off we do our own things we found that we do better when we split off so like we would go off do our thing and reconvene in certain places i don't know i i won big right away when i was with all you That's guys true. and then i like one on like my second turn cashed out played another one one big again cashed out at, at that point i was like i should just stop now i think i was up like 40 bucks 47 bucks and then obviously i didn't because we were in there to have a good time you know entertainment so i kept playing i i, I ended up like walking away with a dollar but the, then when we split up that's when i started going downhill but you yeah. know spencer he just ran spencer, the tables after that. he was 
Spencer started out a little rough, so that's where I think he was the one who said, all right, I got to leave you guys. And so he just dips. And Sean started going up real high. He was feeling himself. You could tell. And uh, he, he was, like, up $18. We all started with 20 right? So he, he was, like, up 18 up to, like, 38 That's the way the math works. And uh, I left him. I found him a little while later, and he was at, like, $10. I was like, Sean, what happened? He's like, whole lot of nothing. <laughs> and then, like, I got up a few bucks, and I went down. I was kind of riding the up and down train. Um, and Spencer was just gone. And then, like, someone found him, and he, like, went through his $120 bill. And he was already on to his next 20 and then we found him a little while later, and he was on to another 20 So he's like... Even though we only had a $20 limit. Right, right. Course. Well, that's... Yeah. yeah, sure, yeah. Well, Spencer's a real... Is rags it, to, this is a rags to riches yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. So all of a sudden, I'm like looking for Spencer a little while later, and Sean's like, oh, he's over there on his third 20 And I look over, and he's up like $90 on one machine. And he kept saying, you got to find the hot machines. You got to find the hot <laughs> machines. So like a guy would get up and leave. or you, No, you have to find the machines that have cooled off. So, like, a guy would get up and leave a machine, and Spencer would immediately cash out and throw his ticket into whatever machine some guy just left. He's like, this is the way. I got, I got it figured out, guys. I got it figured out. So, he's, like, rolling. He ended up coming out, like, $30 ahead total. So, he won 90 bucks on, like, this one game. Yeah. It was incredible. The, uh, I, I will go on the record saying I think that the computer blackjack is rigged. Um, I yeah. sat there playing that a long time. I'd, I'd be up, and then I'd be down, and I'd be like, well, I'll just get back to where I was. And then I'd, like, get back to where I was. I'd be like, eh, what's one more buck, you know? And then I the, the dealer would get, like, three blackjacks in a row, which just does not happen. And, you know, you can't count cards when it's on the computer. Um, I don't know. It was just it was rough. i say not only did we spend 20 bucks on entertainment, we also got, on top of that, learning lessons that will last us a lifetime. That's right. So we lost a little bit, but what we lost, we will more than make up for with that experience in the future. Yeah. And, well, and not everybody lost, too. Yeah. That's, that's true. That's true. Yeah. You guys came out ahead. Sean and I walked out the big losers. Um, but you had fun. But we had a good time. It was entertainment. Camaraderie. Spe- I got, Spencer let me cash out a few of his tickets that were like 50 cents, so I still got to feel like I accomplished something. Um, I, I, I actually walked out with 19 cents or something like that, and I kept the voucher in my wallet as a reminder. Whatever go. that's worth. They they say you learn more from your mistakes than your. Uh, that's right. It doesn't kill you, makes you stronger. And yeah. Spe- but Spencer went and cashed out, and he also had like two dollar bills in his pocket in his wallet. He's like, "Well, I'm going to see what this will get me." So I immediately made him give me his wallet after he cashed in, and those two dollars lasted ten seconds. Smart. Heck of a run. Yeah. And that kind of capped off the night. Went to Top Golf twice. Uh, got ripped off at Top Golf once. Yeah, one Top Golf in Virginia is really good. The other one's really bad. The one that's really bad is the one that is like the first ever one. Apparently, apparently Top Golf gift cards just don't apply there, and your Top Golf membership doesn't apply there. Yeah, like you know that super convenient way that you like rub, like flash your club in front of a light and the ball rolls out. Apparently, they don't do that at the first one. Yeah, they you just... got to put your own balls through the hole. Yep. And then, <laughs> and then Spencer just forgets every time, so he's like Spencer not hits like five points. golf balls out of whatever, and you got to get a bucket of balls. It's just, it's just, it's just Tough. bad experiences made great stories. That's right. And that, nothing could be more true for this trip. Just like certain, anytime there's a minor inconvenience, we immediately turned it into just a fun experience overall. Uh, Big fan of the Metro. Yeah. I think I was the only one that paid for every Metro ride. Everybody yeah. else ended up... Well, I unintentionally yeah, snuck through yeah, yeah, once. Yeah. 
But yeah, Spencer got by on ninety. His Metro card had ninety five cents on it for the entire like last two days. Yep, the Metro card that we bought him the first day because he lost his wallet. Yeah, but he got rocked in the nuts by the uh, closing gates. Yeah, so his strategy was like, he saw like other people would like tailgate. I think is what you call it. Like the other, yeah. some of the person in front of you will swipe the gate opens and then you real quick like swipe or fake swipe and then run through it. But he got pinched in the gate once and just. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> it was it was nice karma. We had uh, DC expert Sean leading around, district expert oh, Sean man, that, leading us that around. Man's that man's a wizard with the he, metro. He knew what line led to what line to what station, and sometimes he wouldn't even tell us. He would just get off yep. the train and he'd be gone. Yep. But that's just because Sean was on a mission. The kid. And he was not going to let anything stop him, even if it was three guys who weren't straggling, but in his eyes were stragglers. Uh we saw some guy, I don't know if he got arrested, but he got taken away by the, the Metro police. That was kind of yeah. cool. Some dude just shouting at people. You know, you can't do that in public. S- saw a few people that are just like, I mean, it was, it was what you expect out of a Metro. The D.C. Metro was actually very nice, though. So last spring break, we were in New York, and that Metro kind of, it was like not the newest. But I don't know, I don't know, I know little to nothing about D.C. Metro, but it seemed like they had undergone some recent renovations and they were very nice so there was actually um an ad for like kidney transplants on the metro and the person's name in the ad was none other than josh wells what a guy. different josh wells but i'm sure just as great of a guy i think this josh wells could use some kind of right now medical attention right now he was not looking good like an hour ago mm. but well he doesn't have class on friday so hopefully he can sleep it off so it goes so that was our spring break in a nutshell, uh, I also went to Gettysburg. That was pretty, Getty- oh. pretty big. Uh, you know, the boys were all up on their history. Wayne Moffat, I think that was the name of the guy. Yeah, yeah. He we enjoyed the CD that with him. gave us the tour. Uh, he's an Ohio legend. Um, we we found Spencer's infamous spot. Oh yes, but unfortunately, there were no young women there to propose to. Yes, there's no young women. There's a lot of old ladies, but. 13-year-old Spencer would have been very disappointed. We joked that, like, the, the the spirit of 13-year-old Spencer was, like, still at Gettysburg, like, waiting for him, and that he, like, perked up when he saw current Spencer turn the corner, only to be disappointed to see us three following him without a lady to propose to. Yeah, there was, like, a like a six-year-old or something, like, crawling up on the rocks there. I wanted to tell him not to get his hopes up. He, he was, like little spencer out there with his parents they're both wearing green sweatshirts and like timberland (laughs) boots like little spencer i think one of the the one of the funniest parts was we so we took like the audio trip and it it has different stops that you stop the car at and it'll be like please hit pause until you get to wherever so we were like at the top of like little round top or whatever and we were going to devil's den which is like these sick like rocks and stuff and we took like a wrong turn or something or didn't take the right turn and we were like parked at the wheat field there's a sign that says the wheat field and so it's like talking about devil's den and i'm like we're not at devil's den and they're like oh it's behind us and i'm like guys we're not at devil's den we're at the we're at the wheat field and then like the sure enough the thing gets done with wayne gets done with his spiel and the lady's voice comes on and says please pause until you arrive at the wheat field oh, and i was like here. uh guys we're at the wheat field yeah, yeah. That, was, that was especially when you hear that devil's den was actually pretty sick the yeah. pictures look nice but oh well yeah, so uh, Chase just walked in, late as usual. Hello, Chase. Hello. I said I was going to be late. Chase is late. 
Uh, Chase, we're, we're just running through spring break. How was your spring break? I give it a solid, uh, okay. Five out of ten is what I would call it, yeah. Uh, where'd you go? I went to, uh, Fort Worth, Texas. I had aero design competition for my senior project. How'd that go? Uh, okay, we didn't get top three like we wanted, but we think we got about sixth overall, so it's not like... like Out of like 20-some, right? Yeah. All over the world? Yeah, like 23. I think there are 85 total teams in three different classes, and I think there are like 20 international teams out of those 85, and about eight of them were in our division. I think I saw somebody... Tori in your group just posted something like you guys got fourth or something like that. We got fourth like actually flying the plane, but we also get scored in a presentation and writing a report, and we got eighth and tenth in those, so I don't think we got fourth overall. Oh, my bad. I'm an idiot. Uh, huh? <laughs> uh, what, oh, how, how, like, what was your contribution to the project? Like, do you feel like you carried your fair share of the load? Uh, never really works out like that. Um, probably... <laughs> what does that mean? Like, everyone does a fair share. Right, some people just, like, sleep and make up excuses to not go to meetings and stuff. I went to every single meeting. I was no more than ten minutes late to any meeting. Okay. I wasn't... Alright, well, did you do anything fun in Texas other than the aero design? Any sightseeing? Anything like that? No, it was strictly aero design, which is why it was a solid five out of ten. <laughs> All right. Keep on, Chase. So the folks at home have sent in another batch of fan mail for this week. Uh, remember, you guys can always send in fan mail to infieldsingles at gmail.com. That's infieldsingles at gmail.com. Or you can tweet your questions at us on Twitter, at infieldsingles, all one word. Uh, a lot of good questions have come in over the last few episodes, so just keep them coming. Uh, the first question this week is uh, from Rachel, age 22 in Miami. She asked Spencer, who's not here, so we'll field this one for him. Uh, why did we not meet up over spring break? Uh, why, why did Spencer and Rachel not meet up over spring break? I think it probably has something to do with the fact that she's in Miami and Spencer just wasn't in Miami. Aren't she going to be in Gettysburg? Uh, she said or maybe she, that was... Maybe um, she was and they just... Maybe that was Esther. Lack of communication. Lack yeah. of communication. There's always, always to failure to communicate. Um, next question comes from Pete, age 76, from the Philippines. Ask Josh, what flavor cake are you having at your wedding? Josh isn't here, so we'll field this one for him. Uh, well, we don't really know what flavor cake they're having. Chase, do you, do you know? I'm not really sure what flavor cake there is, but I bet Ellie and Josh will enjoy it. I, I, I think, I don't know, yeah, we don't know what flavor the cake is, uh, but we, we expect it to be really good. Hopefully, Funfetti. That's an underrated cake. Like, when you're a kid, that's the best. But then when you grow up, you're, like, not supposed to like Funfetti. You're supposed to like, like, like you know, chocolate, vanilla. Red velvet cake's real good, but hopefully Funfetti. They should get ice cream cake. For the whole wedding? That would be fantastic. See, I feel like we, we reached this point where all of a sudden we're not supposed to enjoy, like, the things that we've enjoyed for so long, and you have to start liking boring stuff. Like, you can't do Funfetti cake, ice cream cake. You can't do that at a wedding. Why not? Just because he can't. So shout out to Sean Moser, who on his wedding day ate chicken fingers and mac and cheese. Never right? being a kid. Yeah, he stayed true. He bypassed on what the, the beef or whatever they had. And he just although their food was good. Yeah, it was their food was very good. And yeah. they they did uh, donuts for their wedding. Oh, that was a good. Idea. That was that food, the donuts, everything was great. At Dirty's wedding. 
Josh, take notes. Question for all of us comes from Elizabeth, age 22 in Ohio. She asks, where do you guys want to be in 10 years? Chase? Um, I would like to live somewhere in the northern United States, possibly be on uh, my first trip to Europe by then. That'd be great. Climbing up the corporate ladder at Home Depot? Screw you, Tad. <laughs> Living off the land. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, Living off the land would be fantastic. I Just, will say, we so as we were going through, uh, like, West Virginia and whatnot, there were so many, like, little, like, shacks and shanties just in the mountains that we were like i could see chase living there with like a trailer like de- decrepit next to it just like we were picking out your house yeah like, we had was was going to like southern pennsylvania like, like oh this is chase's place no this is chase's yeah. place. oh ted where do you see yourself in 10 years um hopefully uh having a good job and a jeep wrangler and playing a lot of golf Maybe hustling some old dudes out of some money, playing golf. Hot dog. I see myself coaching high school basketball in uh, Clay City, Indiana. Hopefully they reply reply to my email at some point in the next 10 years. Um, All right. Good question, Elizabeth. Keep them coming. Uh, Next, last question for tonight comes from Taylor, age 22. She asks, uh, what song would you guys say describe your life, describes your life to this point? Chase? Uh, can you give me a little time to think about that? All right, Chase, your time is up. What oh, have you come up with? Uh, hundred bad days. By AJR. Know, that's that was first thing. Yep. My life's been pretty good lately, so I'm trying to think of something else. What's been going on in your life that's made it so good lately? Senior, uh, I came back from Aero Design, so it's basically over. And I'm just like, I've been in a better mood. Like, about to finish out college, just let the good times roll. So maybe here's to the good times. Yeah. Florida Georgia Lime. Sure. I don't. I don't know if I've ever heard that song, but that sounds probably about how I feel right now. Dad. Uh, maybe the wheels on the bus go round and round. I feel like it's it's just been this journey, you know, and uh, it's all about getting that college degree, and then you can start making it in the real world. So the wheels on the bus have just been going round and round all the live long day. Michael? Uh, I'll go Frank Sinatra, The Best Is Yet To Come, and Babe, Won't It Be Fine. All right, that does it for this week's round of fan mail. Now we'll set it over to our interview with Brendan and Hunter after a quick word. Welcome back to week 24 of the infield singles. Uh, like we said, today we have on Hunter Cranick and Brendan Tungate. Um, we've got a loaded episode here. Uh, we've got some some baseball talk, uh, some trash talking about members of our hall who are on the baseball team. Um, you know, we've been we've been touting that the baseball team is going to be better this year, and so we figured we'd give you guys an update on how that's going. So who better to to give you guys that update than uh, two of Cedarville's finest? So so gentlemen, how are you guys doing this evening? 
I'm doing pretty well. How are you guys? I'm doing pretty good right now. Uh, I just want to thank my mom. And uh, <laughs> if it wasn't for my ex-girlfriend, I would never be on this podcast. So just want to say thanks. Oh. What a great girl. <laughs> so I guess to, to kick it off, you guys are both from Indiana, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, good old Michael Connor here is from Indiana. Are you guys uh, region rats? Uh, region rat till I die. Till you die. He's both of region, you? No, I'm not a region rat. Okay. I'm more of a city. Gotcha. So, I mean, I'm so do you fit, not a region rat. <laughs> sure. Do you fit the region rat description that we talked about? Uh, who do we have on with that? Drew? Yeah. yeah. Like the, the gritty, you know. Blue collar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Blue collar. Uh, you know, you could take the, the rat out of the region, but can never take the region out of the rat. That's what I always like to say too. So you guys, uh, you guys just got back from Florida, I think. Uh, spring break trip. How'd that guy go for you guys? Uh, I mean, for us individually, uh, we sort of got the shaft when it comes to housing, uh, sleeping on the floor, taking showers together outside with the trainers and coaches watching. I mean. It's an interesting trip for us, but I mean, I mean, Big Mike on the last day, I'm just enjoying a, an outside shower, and he's like, "Cranek, are you showering right now?" I was like, "Uh, yeah," and he's like, "You better not be naked." I mean, I was full naked, I was going <laughs> sure, at it. as showers are. Yeah, facts. Baseball wise, definitely could have done a lot better. We were in some close games, other than uh, the Ashland game, but I mean. That gives us some confidence throughout the season. We played a ranked team. We were in it the whole game up until the last few innings. So, I mean, I'm feeling pretty good about the season so far. Yeah, uh, we did lose to nerds. Um, our friend Kevin. Shout out Kevin. Yeah, shout out Kevin. I mean, yeah, we still lost, but Kevin was also throwing to like pretty much the like sisters of the blind. So. Yeah. So for the folks at home, we're referencing uh, the University of the Sciences here. And uh, took a tough L four to two in that game. Um, that that was the game Kevin Kevin pitched in, and Kevin has been going around the hall telling everyone that he is the second best pitcher on the team. We didn't know he was pitching to uh, you know blind children, but now we do, so we won't let him brag about that anymore. But yeah, no, he has no. Don't let him brag. He's not the second best pitcher. You know, Hopefully I, he's listening. I see Kevin, you know, shadow boxing all the time, thinking he's like Adonis Creed, you know, <laughs> self-taught. You know, I'd like to, I'd like my shot. You know, I'd let him get like three to five punches on me before I even throw a punch. So you heard it here first, Kevin. Uh, looks like Hunter is your next next big fight night opponent. So has was on the spring break trip. Were there any uh, big highlights? Any events that kind of stick out as? Uh, kind of fun times i guess yeah um so we're in a tight match with uh minnesota crookston and uh you know i get my name called brendan's catching you know everything's going great uh and then all of a sudden austin brown just hoses a kid from center field and the ump just like goes full like special needs and calls obstruction to end the game and i ended up telling him i'd like fight him so he eventually got fired um, guy's a trash can, so yeah, they came out and apologized to us. Not to, but before that play, you forgot he called a foul ball fair that was fouled by three feet that let the kid on second base. So it was some trash uh, play calling up until that point. So what's the uh, so what's the sequence of events that goes from you saying you want to fight the ump to him getting fired? Um, so. 
the game got called on the obstruction call. I uh, told him I was going to fight him. And I ran out into the outfield, kind of threw a little hissy fit, came back. Uh, our coach, we record all of our games, and uh, our coach sent it into the head of umpires, and the head umpire came out and apologized to our coach. The very that, next morning. The very next morning at our practice and said, he screwed up. Wow. We're going to have a talk. He's done. Uh, do you got any stories about, you know, Big Coach Mike or Skip or anything? Uh, Big Mike, also known as Skip, also known as Coach Mayo, Mayonnaise. So, like, we don't eat very often. Uh, usually the only time we have to, to stop is when Kip has to pee. And uh, who's our one of our assistant coaches. And uh, we're trying to pull off to go eat. And our coach gets a FaceTime call from his daughter and we miss our exit. So then we don't eat for another hour, and our baseball group chat just lit up. It was terrific. Yeah, a lot of memes about Mike. Uh, he probably wouldn't be happy if he saw most of them, but you know what? They're pretty funny, so that's all that matters to us. Oh, he's pulling it up right now. Let's see if I, let's see if we got anything <laughs> that's worthwhile. To... So who's kind of like the the meme ringleader of the team then? Who like definitely Hunter? Hunter, Hunter can Photoshop anyone's face onto any meme. Has all these memes as Arsenal somehow? We we don't know what he does with his time, but apparently he looks up memes. Uh, you know we have Noah Klein, who's a freshman. He likes Taco Bell a lot. Likes to eat. Coach kind of set him up. Sent him into McDonald's. Memes go crazy. Uh, wel- welcome to Flavor Town. <laughs> it's a picture of a Guy Ferrari. Yeah, since this is radio and the audience can't see this, uh, it's Guy Fury's head photoshopped onto Noah Klein's. Yeah, four bags of McDonald's does not look good for him. Coming out of McDonald's. Um, let's see if there's any. Uh, Drew Minnick is also, if you look at his face, kind of looks like Thomas the Train. <laughs> <laughs> so came up with that uh let's see well when we had uh drew and riley on pretty much the whole episode was centered around just kind of roasting drew would you say that's kind of like the gist of the team yeah drew general? doesn't talk that much so he can't really he doesn't really clap back as much as you think when you roast him so i mean he throws subtle jabs here and there but I mean, have, have you guys had Drew try to tell yeah. a story? Uh, yeah, on the podcast, yeah. Yeah, what? It was a podcast take... like an hour and a half. <laughs> I guess now that I think about it, I, yeah. Yeah, you can't tell a story. Uh, big, big Spider-Man guy. He's actually at Captain Marvel right now. On a school night. On a school night. Shoot. Uh, Riley was also saying you guys call him podcast. Or yes. Some people call him podcast. Kid always is listening to a podcast. Uh there's a little segment that, you know, he likes uh, something to do with uh, throw-up all over him. It's a little inside joke with the baseball team about him and his girlfriend. He's probably going to be now pretty... Now the whole school's going to know. <laughs> we, won't, we won't go into that. For, yeah, we're, for his sake. sake. So when Kevin was on, he was saying that, like, his mentor or, like, someone who's kind of been a good leader for him as a freshman has been Riley. Then we asked him, well, what advice has Riley imparted upon you and he's like nothing so who would you say have kind of stepped up as like the team leaders this season like who are the go-to so I mean Hunter's more of a senior so I'd consider him to be in that role sort of so he's sort of gonna let me take this 
Uh, I'd say all of our seniors have done a really good job of stepping up. We also have a good junior class, and we also have a few sophomores that play here and there that are also becoming good leaders. So, I mean, really, there's a lot of guys that we can learn from and that we keep each other accountable. I wouldn't say there's, like, one ringleader because, I mean, everyone has their fair share of being a leader. Like, so. Riley and Elliot are pretty much, like, our two, like, captains of uh, the pitchers. pitchers. I kind of just consider myself like the cool uncle. So, like, if I tell somebody to do something, they'll do it. But also, if they want to have fun, they're like, yo, Cranek, like, let's do something fun. Uncle Rico. I'm kinda, yeah, <laughs> uncle Rico. I'm a little crazy. What, what's your, uh, what's like the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you in a game? In a game? Oh, gosh. Um, my senior year of high school, I balked in a run because I threw up on the mound. <laughs> What what made you throw up? Uh, Taco Bell, Taco like, Beasy. Right before the game. Yeah, it was like I s- skipped out for lunch, and then I had Taco Bell. I usually have Taco Bell, but must have got a bad batch, so it was tough. What about you, Brandon? man? I don't know if I can top that one to be honest with you. Mine's more of a what happened in game with uh, how I did that game. I guess I would say striking out four times in a game with including bases loaded one time mm. a tough game it wasn't like we were blowing them out or getting blown out so i'd say that would definitely be the most embarrassing game can't top throwing up on the mound i guess but another embarrassing game would be uh one of our guys gave up four home runs in one game 500 foot shots and coach proceeds to say thanks buddy for taking the bullet for the team <laughs> <laughs> Oof. yeah that was an interesting game for all of us that, that was, was last, last season, season against Trevecca. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Who's like your your biggest GMAC rival? Ooh, I mean, I'd say like competition wise, ODU. But like right now, we really want to fight Walsh. Yeah, a big we uh, we did throw at Walsh. If Doctor Thomas White's listening, we did not. Sorry, Doctor. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we did throw at them intentionally for sliding into one of our players. Part so, of the game. Yeah, I mean, then the kid comes up next at bat, pops up to first base, and starts going in front of the pitcher's dugout while dropping F-bombs and cussing our pitcher out for throwing at him. So, I mean, we wanted to fight him that game. We probably would have if the pitch actually hit him. But instead, it went five feet behind him. So, I mean, I'd say that's probably our biggest rival. I'd say Walsh, too. I mean, I think... Me and Kev, you know, if me and Kevin can get past our beef here after our fight, we can, you know, make a pretty, you know, like twin tower unit. It'd be pretty, pretty nice. But I think, you know, any GMAC team out there, if they wanted to like scram, I think like we could take any GMAC team out there in a fight. You know, we might be a Christian school, but yeah, like we're talking about rivals. We're talking about sure, who yeah. we want to fight, defending like, your honor. You know, yeah. If anything, I just want to fight anybody that like steps in the batter's box. Sure. Honestly. I mean, that's a good attitude to have, yeah. right, as a pitcher. Are you a starting pitcher or a reliever? I'm a relief guy. Okay. <clears throat> Who is, like, uh, like our our starters <clears throat> for Cedarville? Uh, the four starters will be Drew Minnick, Trace Gillis, Logan Winalda, and Matt Yates, right? Matt? Yeah. They just announced that this past week that oh, he's wow. our four starter. So, we didn't know the fourth one for a while, but Florida sort of took its toll uh, and chose him. Two players to watch coming up, Gage Voorhees. He also threw against uh, probably three and zero. Yes, three and zero. Pretty good ERA. Noah Klein. Um, he really gets that 
torque with that belly rolling around. <laughs> so he really loves rooster's wings. So if you just imagine or like Brendan behind the plate with like a chicken wing, like he lights up the strike zone. <laughs> I mean, you heard of more mass, more gas. Yeah. He's the definition of that. Just lets his belly do all of the work. Oh, what's that one guy? The really old dude. Uh, he played for the Braves, and like everybody, the Mets, the pitcher, the really Bartolo. Old yeah, like yeah. so, like Bartolo. Cologne yeah, he's there. probably our Bartolo Cologne, but like he's not as good looking as Bartolo. <laughs> can't hit tanks either. No, he can't hit home runs. Yeah, no. So as a reliever, are you like a setup man? Or, like, uh, are you, like, a lefty specialist, righty specialist, or you just take anybody? I just – coach says, hey, get hot quick, and I'm in the game. You know, you know, sniff a little smelling salts, throw a little red, red hot. I, I eat ibuprofen probably 3,000 milligrams before – yeah, it's pretty insane. I get pretty pretty pumped up. So ibuprofen gets you hyped up? Uh, You know, my entire body hurts. Sure. So it just helps ease the pain. Yeah, the best is if you can black out with ibuprofen. Yeah, I have a bad habit of blacking out when I pitch. I just think of everything that's gone wrong in my life, which has been a lot of things. And I just get as mad as I can and just... And that works for you? So far. I haven't been, I haven't been to jail yet here. I mean, I've been to jail before. But. That's good. Uh, so, like, what's your go-to pitch? Like, do you have a pretty good fastball? Or how uh, fast are you throwing when you're blacking out here? Um, 83, 85. Oh, smoke. No, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I just want to keep the, you know, competition, you know, just keep the, you know, playing field sure. level. Yeah. But uh, I have a fork ball. It's kind of nasty. Ooh. Yeah, uh, Hunter the other day, they ran out of pitches to call for fork ball, so they had to start calling a curveball. And they probably have, what, 50 times they call a fork ball? Yeah, I they had ran a out of that in the first, like, three Really years. embarrassing moment. Got my first ever college start. I was stoked. Threw nine fastballs, probably 54 feet. Wow. And then I threw 15 fork balls. For, 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 the, for the non-baseball folks, the pitcher's mound is 60 feet, 60 inches, six inches away, not 54 feet. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah. But. Um, I, I see we have a uh, a another foreign kid on the team this year not named Kevin uh, Emil. Our, our oriental friend Emil Terry Emil yeah great guy yeah Do you, would you guys say you're a pretty pretty good influence on him at times you, you can say no comment uh n- no um at bible study yes at bible, <laughs> at bible study yes he sleeps during chapel what's new um <laughs> I mean, you guys sit in front of us, so you know, you, you know what goes yeah, we on. We hear it. We hear it. Um, he dropped a, a little f bomb. I asked him who he learned it from. He said me. I was like, uh, "That's not good." Uh, great so, influence right there. Yeah, great. Like I said, cool uncle. Um, but uh, during one of our uh, track meets, we worked the uh, cross country park cars. He was doing some, like, jujitsu, Naruto, crazy hand-waving. I think he could take me in a fight. Like, it's probably like a black belt. And you've got how many pounds on him? Probably 150. (laughs) Yeah. He's a small dude. Probably making me poop my pants by just hitting me in the stomach. (laughs) So, just to give the folks at home a better description of you guys, if you guys had to have, like, a movie star play you in a movie, who would you pick? Ooh, mine's easy right now. Uh, I have a 
I'm going for Mustache March right now. There we go. With a bandana, I look like Kip from Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, so you yep. see it now? Yep. There you go. Just look up a picture. It's spot on. I mean, ideally, I'd like to say Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> In what aspect is Matthew McConaughey going to match you? I don't know. He's freaking cool, man. <laughs> Interstellar dude, like, just blows my mind. And well, he... when you stepped in the room, I can tell you the first thing I d- thought of was not Matthew McConaughey. Uh, actor, fa- like, does it have to be an actor? I guess it doesn't have to be an actor. I've been like just... last year. I was called Baby Gronk. <laughs> Baby, Gr- okay, oh, I yeah, can yeah, see yeah, that. So yeah, um, so like, if you were a Mario character, would you say you're more Bowser, or, like Donkey Kong? Oh, Donkey Kong, because Bowser's low-key thick with, like, three Cs. <laughs> and you're not Bowser? I'm thick with two Cs. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, are you trying to work your way up to three? Uh, My sophomore year, Bell. I was, like, 302. I'm sitting, like, 276.69 right now. Oh, wow. Putting in the work. Yeah, I've been trying to thin out for the ladies. Sure. Oh, I... Uh, we also, I also see you're a geology major. A uh, big rock guy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's your favorite rock? So, uh, what's your favorite rock? Uh, I'd probably have to go with Snowflake Obsidian. <laughs> you just looked at me, you had no idea what that is. Well, I mean, I know, like, Minecraft, if I'm going back. Yeah, the Minecraft, day, like, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of similar. Like, Nether Portal or something like that. Yeah, I, dude, you can lose so much time playing Minecraft. Like, it's like... 7 o'clock at night, and then all of a sudden it's 4 in the morning, and you're like, oh my god, <laughs> I've been there. But, Wait, all right, yeah, so Snowflake Obsidian, what, what about that? It just yeah. looks cool. It's got, like, it's just a black rock with, like, some, like, white crystals in it that looks like snowflakes. Okay. <laughs> so, at what point in your life did you, like, come to this realization where you just said, Mom, Dad, I want to major in rocks? Um, so like, uh, like on some real talk, I want to get into oil and gas. Oh, okay. So I want to like work on an oil rig. Ooh, there you go. So, you know, it's kind of, a, you know, like the region, like oil is gritty and I'm <laughs> gritty. So I think this is a perfect, perfect match. Yeah. What, what has been your favorite, uh, rock class so far? I'd have to go with environmental geology. Your favorite rock band? Rock band? I'd have to go with Sticks. That's a classic. What is your favorite Rocky movie? Rocky, probably. What's the one that he fights Ivan Drago? Four. Rocky Four. Rocky yeah. Four. Yeah, uh, Brendan. We see you're a mechanical engineering major. That's got to be pretty strenuous with with baseball. Oh, I don't have any time on my hands whatsoever. It's a tough life being an engineer. Sometimes yeah. regret it. So, so we know Hunter wants to get into, to like the oil. What, what do you want to do with engineering, after college? Whatever. Assuming, assuming you don't make it to the MLB, right? Yeah, yeah. Whatever uh, makes me the most money. Don't really care what it is. I mean, I'm already suffering through school. I might as well just suffer with my job. So <laughs> as long as I'm living a happy life, that's all that matters. You look like <laughs> you had something to add there, Hunter. <laughs> Brendan, money isn't everything. <laughs> Uh, money doesn't buy happiness, but money can buy you things that make you happy. Great quote. Yeah, I was gonna say, this is why he's my uncle. So sure, I mean, yeah, that, that definitely sounds like the the fun uncle advice there. Last year in Brock, I had the overflow room to myself. It's pretty great. How did you end up with that? Uh, everybody else moved out, and I said, <laughs> We're I'm not moving. 
you're gonna have to make me move and adam's like oh, i don't want to smoke so <laughs> he don't want to fight you yeah I, I got the name pops uh adam started calling me the governor <laughs> I, I thought it was a pretty sick name so Adam see, now was, that reminds me of Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, I could, yeah. I could see him being called the governor. Yeah, you know? he was go. also there uh, to watch me win my first Fortnite game. So wow. Adam's, you know, kind of. You guys have been through the ringer together. Yeah, he also on the first night, he, uh, me and the guys in the hall started watching Full Metal Jacket, <laughs> and he walked in and it didn't go well. Yeah. He got yelled at first night. I was like, oh, I'm gonna last a long time here. I'm still here, year and a half later. So things are looking good. That's good. So is this your second year at Cedarville? Yeah, it's my second year. Okay. And are you? is this your last year of eligibility? No, this is the last year of eligibility. I'll be back on campus for an academic year next year. Nice. So are you just going to like go ham in intramurals, or what's your plans to continue your athletic pursuits? Um, I'm thinking about joining the JV basketball team. There you go. You know, a big body, you know, throw around, maybe get a couple uh, technicals yeah. ejected. You know, be the goon of the team, you know, the enforcer. The Dave Blatt. Get some refs fired. That'd be ideal. Or maybe they'll maybe they'll put you on the towel gang, too, you know. You can <laughs> get some. <laughs> all right. Glad, glad we all feel the same way about cut that. Cut that one out. Right, cut, cut that. Uh, I can bring enough juice by myself. There you go. Um, uh, I got a pretty good uh, throwback Juco horror story. All right. I spent two years in JUCO, and uh, on our Florida trip, uh, our catcher was a pretty chirpy, talked a lot of trash. He got hit five times in one game. And we because were, he was chirpy? Yeah, he's kind of a, a D-bag. Great guy. And uh, <laughs> the opposing pitcher, like, punched him in the shoulder when, like, we were, like, shaking hands, saying, like, oh, good game, you're trash, you know, talking. Sure. So our catcher grabs a guy, punches a guy in front of me, and I just react. The poor little chubby fat kid right behind me, I just grab him, smoke him, and then I got suspended for five games. If, I don't know what else says grit other than that. Yeah, grit. <laughs> you know, when I think of grit, I think of, you know, Youngstown, home of boxing. Oh, yeah. Now I'm going to think of Hunter, you know. You know, next time, you know, Rough and Rowdy is in this area, I'm definitely trying to sign up to fight some people. I, I would definitely pay to watch that, the pay-per-view. So I want to talk about catchers talking trash. Brandon, do you ever talk trash behind the plate? Uh, I like to act like I'm like their friends at first, but then I start slowly getting in their heads here and there. And also, I talk to, I talk up a pretty good game to the umpire where he calls a lot of strikes. So once they start to complain to the umpire, I back up, I back him up. So then they start hating me. I mean, I try to be the nice guy. We're from Cedarville. I don't want to sound stop Hunter at all. Hunter's a different breed. <laughs> we'll put it as, we'll put it like that. I can agree. <laughs> so at first, when you said you had a an epic uh, baseball memory, old time baseball memory, I definitely thought you were saying like we could just like open quiz you on any baseball fact of all time. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, who won the? Yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll start off easy. Who won the 2018 World Series? What is it, the, the Red Sox. What right. is the Red Sox? <laughs> Very good. Uh, who is the first African-American baseball player? I know it's not Jackie Robinson. Uh, what's his name? Oh, my gosh. Did he play for the Pirates? 
This is not looking good. I don't know. I just know it's not Jackie Robinson. A lot of people think it's Jackie Robinson. Uh, Moses Fleetwood Walker. How am I supposed to know that? (laughs) But but at least you knew it wasn't Jackie. That was kind of a a, a tricky question. Set me up. Yeah. Um, How how many World Series titles have the Yankees won? Is it double digits? Double digits. What is double digits? (laughs) Yeah, what is double digits? There you go, double digits. You're correct. 24. Dang it. Oh. <laughs> uh, so close. What's the most stolen base in baseball? Second. Correct. <laughs> Who's the first female to win a Little League World Series game? Monet. Monet Davis. Correct. This just sucks. Dude. Uh, what team won the first World Series? The Yankees. No. It's a trick question because they don't have the same name. The Brooklyn. It's the Boston Americans. Wow. All right. Well, you guys you guys got a couple of those. That's so that right. good. So, well, yeah. On our trip, we did a uh we we did who could do a better Instagram live video. Uh <laughs> some female here that attends here uh it wasn't her. But it counts because under her username, put hard eyes under my thing. It meant a lot to me. The female knows who she is. Yeah, the female knows who she is. Uh, Wait, so you're saying you did a contest for who had the best Instagram? Yeah, yeah. And but she, she, was, she commented on yours? Yeah, hard eyes. you won? Yeah, okay. technically in the in eyes. In his heart. In my heart. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Well, who was the contest between you and the girl? Uh, or me Riley? and Riley. Yeah. Uh, he had like 26 viewers in like an hour. I had 28 in like 10 minutes. And you had the hard eyes. And I had the hard eyes. Uh, shout out Winston Blattner. Yeah. Is that a- uh, I mean, that's, that's the girl's brother. So, I mean. Gotcha. There's another guy on the team that's going after someone's sister who's also on the team. So. That's the- Shout out your guys Bryce, from last we year. Bryce, we've already, I think we've discussed this on the podcast before. I think you guys did. Bryce only got hurt, hurt four yeah, times this break. Air quotes for the- only got hurt four times. Blew out his hamstring, ACL, PCL, um, concussion. concussion. Bryce did this? Yeah. And he bounced back? Yeah, he, uh, he right the day after. Kurt he didn't have a tongue anymore. Somehow he lost that, but it's back now. Like, I mean, I don't... There, I don't know how he there's some there's some beef between Bryce and trainer Aaron. Aaron Really? Yeah. Yeah. What what's the beef there? He kinda like just like demoralized her and saying like athletic trainers shouldn't be there because nursing was better. And I got Wow. Aaron's like my homie and I would knock him out for Aaron, so yeah. she So it, so, there's, it sounds like there's a, just a very big web of interconnected uh, happenings going on between different beef with different people and, like, <laughs> my conversation with theirs. Just the whole thing. Uh, yeah. I have no idea what's going on. Uh, yeah, it sounds like it's a, a tangled web of nonsense going on. between That's the baseball team. Yeah. <laughs> well, how many – there's a lot of guys on the team, right? Yeah, like, yeah, like 32. Yeah, so it's kind of like a, a big extended family probably. You know, like you're the crazy uncle. Yeah. You got something you never see, you know. Yeah. Something you don't talk to a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah, Riley and Elliot are the two dads. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, they run the show. 
With Marcus. With Marcus. Yeah, Ross. Marcus, a.k.a. Daddy. Uh, so you can definitely count him as dad. Yeah. So of the whole team, who is most likely to go pro if you had to pick one person? Not Kevin. Definitely <laughs> not Kevin. Maybe he might have a stint in, like, Australia or the Netherlands. Or Canada, because, I mean, it's Canada. Like, let's be honest. But I don't know. Winalda, maybe. That's good. Peyton. Peyton. Yeah. Peyton's a good one. Emil. You know, stick. Our Oriental friend. Our Oriental, Oriental friend. friend. In Japan, maybe. Hey, baseball is big over there, though. Like, yeah. Like, Ichiro is, like, worshipped. Facts. You guys remember, like, Daisuke Matsuzaka? Oh, yeah. Yeah, what a guy. Yeah. Was there a story with that, or you just... No, that was just reminiscent. The yeah. gyro ball. I don't sure, know. Sure, yeah. Kind of sweet. Yeah. You, uh, do you have a nice knuckleball, like Ari Dickey? Uh, no. But you do in the show. I do in the show, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, well, let's see. Go. When we had the basket, the girls' basketball players on, they said they like to play, like, spike ball a lot. Do you guys have, like, a like a baseball team game that you play all the time? Challenging other teams to their sports. Yeah, we and beat, beating them. Yeah, we beat men's basketball and kickball. Like, playing kickball or playing basketball? Kickball. Oh, okay. Um, Last year, we beat Girl the girls... Ball. Batting left-handed, left-handed, when we all are righties, basically. Um, <laughs> I mean, personally, I think the baseball team is the be- second best, like Hoopers on campus. And maybe you know the men's team might beat us, sure. but I think you put together the best ten, twelve guys on the baseball team can definitely beat the JV basketball team. Facts, facts, yeah. So, so aside from uh, other people's sports, there's no like like leisure games. You guys ever like when you're on a road trip or something, you Break out the can jam, the cornhole, uh, you know. Uh, hacky sack. Oh, it's really? Been, yeah, it's, you know, making a comeback. Yeah. You know, I know it's not like seventh grade. Sure. That's when you guys that... uh, like Rubik's Cube a lot too? Um, you get yeah. your slinkies out? Slink, big slinky guy. Yeah. Big slinky guy. You know, I, you know, I sit for hours on the bus and just let the slinky go down the stairs. It keeps me entertained for hours. <laughs> the stairs on the bus? <laughs> yeah. Clash, of, uh, like Clash Royale has, yeah. you know, came back. Yeah. For the baseball uh, team, Flappy Bird, you guys still playing that? Uh, I, not as much. Last year, a kid named Noah Mauer stepped on my phone. Ooh, so I, I lost Flappy Bird. That's was, rough. Yeah, I cried for three days. Didn't eat. <laughs> That's how you lost all the weight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I don't know how familiar you guys are with the podcast, but we always do like a speed round for the people that are on, and then like for uh, Riley and Drew, we did like the newlywed game, like to see how well. They know each Ooh. other, you know. You guys think you're up for that challenge? Yeah, let's try it. We shower together, we sleep together, we do a lot of. Th- I throw to him, I throw balls at him. All, all right, day long. here we go. <laughs> I block him up, like. All right, uh, Brendan, what would you say Hunter is Hunter's biggest pet peeve? Uh, criticizing him. <laughs> is that accurate? Seems about right. <laughs> but, uh, Hunter, what's Brendan's best? Best, uh, biggest pet peeve. Be- biggest pet peeve, probably like pitchers that throw balls in the dirt, especially fastballs. Like fastballs are like fifty-four feet. <laughs> or, yeah, or fifty-four feet. Or pitch, pitchers crossing him up and giving him CTE. Oh my, yeah, that's how I have CTE. Pitcher cross me up. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, oh shoot. Uh, all right, Brendan. When it co- when it comes to having children, would Hunter say our small house will do, or Honey, start looking for a bigger house, or I'm happy with the family dog? 
Start looking for a bigger house. 100%. I'm going to have like 13 kids. Yes. <laughs> All right. Hunter, how many uh, dates did you two go on before the first kiss? Six to nine. Seems about accurate. Uh, Brendan, what was Hunter's first job? Ooh. Is it doing pizzas? <laughs> Making pizzas? Just ask him what's pizza reaction. Let's go! Come get your Chicago style pizza. Is that in the region? Yes. Oh, yeah, region. <laughs> region right over there. <laughs> uh, Hunter, what is uh, Brendan's idea of a perfect weekend? Um, probably, you know, maybe going to a beach, long walk, maybe a picnic, a couple of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches with no crust, maybe a few candles, you know, nice little sunset. You're missing the rom-coms there, but you're spot on with everything else. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Brendan, who won the last argument the two of you had? Uh, no one really wins because they just sort of settle over time. I mean... Like, we like to just throw jabs at each other. I wouldn't say we really argue that much. It's it's more of just us being good friends. I mean, that's how I'd put it. I don't know if he thinks the same way, but... I would agree. Yeah. I don't think I've ever gotten an argument with Brendan. It doesn't piss me off that much. Yeah. All right. Hunter, finish this sentence. I wish Brendan would pay as much attention to me as he does his blank. Engineering homework. Ding, ding, ding. All right. Say Same question. Or finish the sentence. Uh, his tap baseball or, or uh, Clash Royale. <laughs> yeah. uh, add me, Mike Manis, 69. <laughs> uh, Hunter, what's Brendan's favorite hobby? Oh, gosh. I don't even know that. <laughs> Ooh, I know. I don't know. I have a trophy in my room. Uh, fantasy football. There you go. That's my favorite hobby, fantasy football. Um. Uh, Brendan, what's uh, Hunter's favorite late night snack? Oh, it's the spicy Doritos that are in the purple bag. He's always munching on those. Facts. If I'm pulling an all nighter, <laughs> spicy Doritos. Spicy Doritos and Mountain Dew. Hunter, if you had to write a book about Brendan, what would the title be? Ginger's Gone Wild. <laughs> yes. Same, same question. Oh, gosh. How can I knock myself out today? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to say, like, the trilogies of Chasing Rip Latner. Please cut that. <laughs> <laughs> keep it now. <laughs> now that you said keep that, it. keep it now. <laughs> what? That she is the car. a hard eyes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, Hunter, what are you and Brendan saving up for? Probably a bed. Uh, <laughs> so we don't have to sleep on the floor anymore. <laughs> yeah, so my grandparents don't have to buy us air mattresses halfway through the trip. <laughs> oh, shoot. Uh, that's the, the last question. It can be, you guys can come to a consensus answer between the two of you, but we ask all the guests, did OJ do it? What's your thought on this? OJ did it, but my man's got away with it.
He's n- he's not in jail, right? No, yeah, he's not in jail. So I mean, did he do it? No. He might have actually done it, but to the court, he did not do it. As good an answer as we could ask for, I guess. Uh, congratulations, you've successfully survived the Hollywood <laughs> speed round. Uh, well, once again, uh, fellows, we just want to say thanks for coming on. Uh, we hope you enjoyed your time. I know we sure did. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts before you leave the studio? Uh, the Raptors are a trash team at Kevin Zang. Kawhi is trash. Worst player in the league. DeMar's better. Canada might be the worst country of all time. Why don't you just go back and be a Mountie? Socialism sucks. All right. Well, that <laughs> yeah. Also, Brooke Blattner, if you want to call me <laughs> any day of the week, I'll answer. All right, well, on that note, uh, thanks again for coming on. Uh, Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your evening. Take me out to the ball game. Special thanks again to Hunter and Brendan for coming on this week's podcast. Um, Also, Brooke Blattner, if you're listening to this, give Hunter a call. Sounds like it is not desperate, but would be very well-received. Remember to subscribe to us on iTunes and Spotify. Donate to us on anchor.fm if you're feeling so generous. Also subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at InfieldSingles. Also remember you can submit fan mail to our email account, InfieldSingles at gmail.com or through Twitter at InfieldSingles. And as always, remember to tee it high and let it fly. Deuces.